I had a, I, I was at I had a day job in an office officey job, and there was a guy that worked there, uh, KJ, and he was younger than I was, and I was in my this point I'm in my mid twenties, and he's in his like early mid twenties, and he's going bald. He was going bald younger, and he like shaved it, and I was going back a little bit, but he's like, hey. You should shave yours too, like me. Let's both just let's, let's both have shaved heads, <laughs> and we can only hang out together. Yeah, can't. yeah. And I just remember going. <laughs> I just remember being like, well, "I'm not, I'm not your place yet, buddy." <laughs> <laughs> and, we can't uh, hang yet. All right, hello and welcome to Bald Talk, the podcast upon which two bald comedians interview bald actors, directors, writers, celebrity chefs, makers of fine art, and really anyone bald about being bald. I'm Charlie Sanders, and here's a shocker. I'm bald. I'm Brian Husky. I'm among the hairless. You kind of lost steam in the middle of that uh, that intro there. I tried to make interest. it <laughs> just like I tried to make it dramatic, but instead of oh, felt okay. like I just got slow. <laughs> <laughs> so like you just sort of had like a sugar crash leading up to it <laughs> all right brian our guest today is an accomplished actor and comedian he has too many credits to list if we listed them all we would have uh, grown our hair back by the end of the episode and mm. the show would be canceled but here are some of them our guest has appeared on robbie i am not okay with this good girls mom the movie show the connor's and he was Ice Cream Bruce in Brian's Adult Swim specials, Mr. Neighbors House 1 and 2. He has been a longtime UCB improv and sketch performer. And last I saw him, he rocked one hell of a mustache. It turns out he's still rocking that stash. Mm. He was also in Robbie. Did I mention that? Yeah, but he made some appearances in a show called Robbie. Oh, he emphasize. was also in Robbie. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, our guest is Dave Tooney. Dave, welcome to Bald Talk. Dave. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks for still having that stash, man. Thanks for being here, man. <laughs> um, hey, can I, before we get started, can I say two things? Yeah, sure. Um, one is uh, your show is great. Thank it's you. really fun. I really listen. I, I really listen to it and enjoy it. A bunch of episodes are great. When you the last one you had was Eric Bachman. Your Bachman. Yeah. He two things mm-hmm. about him. He was so fun and so nice, and also he sounds like. Uh, I don't know if you guys follow sports at all, but he sounds a lot like uh, Adrian Wojnarowski, Woj, who does a lot of NBA coverage. He sounds just like him. I'm oh, a, yeah? I'm a like Dodgers guy, but that's like the only sports I watch. So I that's the only sports you watch. Yeah, okay. I don't know of the NBA, not much about the NBA. Uh, <laughs> that's all right. That's very unimportant to, to for me to point out. The second thing is your artwork for season two uh, for the for the app is great. Oh, thank you. It's really great, and it feels like what. I don't know if they still do it, but like it feels like what when you buy different seasons of on DVD of different shows, and they'll have like different yeah. artwork for each season. That's mm-hmm. what this feels like. It's really great. Oh, oh cool. thank you. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah. I'll be honest. I was not into our first season one. I think we were both green and kind of like. <laughs> oh, we had. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we yeah. are asking for different things, and this is what you're saying we're season get. one was so crazy because like we didn't know <laughs> what we were doing having a podcast in general, kind of. <laughs> It was called Bald Talk, and we were like, I don't know what the fuck. 
it's going to happen on the show. And then like also the pandemic had just started. So it was I think like, that I, w- I would put that first. That's the number one. <laughs> I feel like that was the thing that's like, there's going to be a high pitched sound in your head that will make it uh, such that you can't think clearly for the next two years. You'll think that's normal. <laughs> uh, well, speak of these, bo- these episodes, you definitely know what you're doing. It's really great. And then you had Weird Al on the yeah. other, uh, the other week, mm-hmm. which uh, I'm in the same boat with you, especially uh, both of you. But Charlie, like he was my, he oh was my, my idol growing yeah. up. I, oh, dude, me too. I could not believe how funny he was, and I just was enamored with him. Yeah, yeah. Well, be be comforted that he is a super nice dude. He was so like, nice and cool. It was I couldn't. Yeah. Even, I mean, he just was like, sure, I'll do it. It's like mm-hmm. it's kind of fun when people do that. You know, you're like, oh, yes. great. Um, really great, and I wish I had you. Uh, you talked about you were in that music video. I forget what it's called, but like I think Funny or Die kind of uh, developed. Yeah, it or that Appel directed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Appel directed. Yeah. And it. This was. Were you in that? What was that? Like two thousand. I wasn't. But you had just. I was. I was probably. asked. I was asked to be in it, and I couldn't because I was going through like a relationship issue, and I couldn't. Uh. I had to. I had to tend to that on that day. And I couldn't do the shoot. And I was like, <laughs> that's a bummer, man. It was the thing I had to do. But I was like, my childhood idol, my childhood oh, idol. No. Oh, God, that must have really like <laughs> it uh, was rough. What was the relationship like, issue? Do you want to be do you want to tell us or would you rather? Keep sure. It, private? it was my I, I've been I was married. I'm no longer married. This is a, now this is several years in the in the rearview mirror. Damn, both but, you dudes are divorced. Hey, yeah, man, don't stigmatize us. <laughs> <laughs> you two fuck? are bald and divorced. <laughs> what? How are you carrying on? <laughs> Let's get um, into it. But I, I think I, I think I had to go back to Wisconsin because like things were in a in a real rough spot. And she was back in Wisconsin, and I had to oh, get back. Yeah. I well, had to get back home and. See oh, I hate when you miss that shit. Salvaged. But uh, yeah. I was like, weird Al. I remember oh, wow. like it wasn't a, it wasn't a relationship issue. I just. By pure chance, it was probably like, I don't know, 04 or something like that. I was uh, back in Minnesota, and I got a call from an agent that was trying to be my agent that never ended up being my agent, being like, do you want to be on the Dimitri Martin show? Do you guys remember that show? Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. And I was like, I was broke. you know. I was a 24-year-old, and I was like, I can't afford to fly back to New York right now. And yeah. I had to not at the moment. Dimit- the Dimitri Martin show was like huge, and it was like, yeah, fuck, I can't do it. Those those misses feel so yes, awful. That, the math of that though would have been like you probably would have ended up making like a hundred dollars because it was Viacom. Oh yeah, I cable check. You know what I mean? And you would have had to put yourself up. Oh like, yeah, oh yeah, all yeah, that shit. all those things. I had to miss Jesse Falcon's wedding because I was in such financial dire straits it was like right after the the writer's strike and oh, yeah. all this other stuff i had had just went away it was just like i was going through the trials of job and so it's like <laughs> the only gig that came up was this pretty crappy disney thing and so i was like dude I have to go. I have I to go beyond. I have to go beyond Crash and Bernstein rather than see you get married. Because <laughs> I just did. I literally like. I just. It was at a, like a very. Oh, bad those point. days. Those are dark. I know. Those days. are dark motherfucking days. Dark days. <laughs> <laughs> but now we're in the. Now we're in the shiny pated. Oh, we're doing. We're all doing great. days. Yeah. We're Lap of luxury. Lap of luxury. <laughs> Dave, you're from Milwaukee, right? 
Yeah, I grew up well, I grew up a little bit north of there. I grew up in a little town called Cedar Grove, Wisconsin, about 45 minutes north of Milwaukee. Okay. But um, I went to Oshkosh my first two years of college and then transferred to UW-Milwaukee and stayed there for 12 years or so before I moved to L.A. Okay. Now, is there any chance we would have ran into each other at Comedy Sports Milwaukee in, like, 98? Did you do no. comedy sports? Yes. Oh, okay. I st- I didn't start taking classes at comedy sports until my my fourth year in college, maybe my fifth year, my whatever second to last year, one of those two. Uh, my sister they had come to comedy sports had come to my like post prom lock in when I was like a junior or whatever. Or <laughs> Me too. Like that. <laughs> That's yeah. so funny. That's yeah. They so corner saw... you guys at a locked in gym <laughs> to sort of persuade you to. I mean, career choices. In, in retrospect, I've done. So, I did so many of those post prom shows as a member of comedy Same. sports. Yeah. I feel bad for those guys that they had to come to mind. Uh, but I'd seen them. And I was like, oh, that was fun. And I, I even got to like be on stage for one of the games with uh, Charlie. You probably know him. You know, Brian Green. Yeah, I um, remember him. Joe Cortezzi. Yeah, I remember him are, too. Wow. And I have like, a picture in my yearbook uh, from when I was like a junior or senior. And then cut to years later, I, I'm playing with those guys. But I, I, I hadn't thought about him since. But in college, late in my college uh, life, my sister was like, hey, did you know? You remember comedy sports? I was like, oh yeah, I remember them. And she and I both were like huge fan of Whose Line. Like it was just to watch yeah. it. It was on reruns all the time. We'd watch it endlessly. Um, she's like, they have classes, and I was like, they have classes for that. So yeah. So then I into it. I yeah. So I signed up for a class. So I but that wasn't until like ninety ninety nine. Okay, so um, we maybe and, just missed each other. At yeah, and I didn't do my first show until like February of one. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I had yeah. that too. With uh, did you ever know Andy Ritchie by any chance? No. Uh, he's passed away now, but he uh, uh, he was like my hero. And then later on, I got to perform with him. It's sort of like me doing a podcast with Brian Husky. <laughs> <laughs> it, Who, it, thank it, God, is alive. <laughs> thank uh, Oh, me too. Thanks. <laughs> uh, two things about that, real quick, is that one, I Milwaukee, we we have. There's comedy sports all over. For those who don't know, comedy sports, short form improv, kind of like Whose Lines That Anyway. They're all over the country. And they are still exist and they're still super fun, but they were like a bigger deal even back, back in the then, 80s yeah, and totally. 90s. But we, there's every year, the all the comedy sports would converge onto a city for this tournament in fun, whatever, but also yep. slightly competitive. But I just remember it was always, and Milwaukee's the original comedy sports. So where it start, it's where it started. Yeah, yeah. But it, my the, the people who are higher up than me always would go Minneapolis. They're really good. They're oh, really? So funny. Oh, always Minneapolis. They were. Oh, you guys are oh, always. Oh, that's flattering. Thank you. A lock to be talented and funny. Well, three of us are very successful. Me, Colton, and uh, Colton Dunn, and Nick Swartzen. We're all in comedy sports together. Yes. Yes. Uh, oh, so you, you guys, were with Swartzen at the same time. I yep. You guys just, oh, they were cool. like three years older than me, or something. So like. Uh, yeah, like as they were kind of like ascending to leave Minneapolis, I was like getting into comedy sports. Almost every time I watch you, Charlie, do improv, there's always it, it's not something that lingers in my mind for any length of time. But when I see you on the stage, I always go, "He did comedy sports." <laughs> I love comedy it, sports. I me and Camille went and watched it sometime in the past before the pandemic, and uh, it was great. It was fucking hilarious. I will. I will completely yeah. cop to being a, a snob about it you didn't like, like comedy sports i didn't know because 
I don't know what it is. I know I, I know I experienced some in high school. I'm older than y'all. Really? Probably, probably like ten years. So I don't know. Oh, oh Charlie, you knew this. I you mean, are? that was part of, when we talked about this. We were like, "Are you comfortable with this?" Because there's going to be some references to television. <laughs> that I'm, gonna miss. Like, I'm not going to know what that is. Um, yeah, I remember seeing them, and there was something. Maybe it was the group. Maybe because I saw it in North Carolina, so it was like kind of re- this regional group that wasn't comedy sports, but it was uh, trying to do that. Oh. So maybe it was sort of an approximation of what they thought improv was. But there was like a level, just the desperation of <laughs> of, of how wha- like wackadoo funny they were being. I was like, oh god, that's maybe, definitely yeah. part of it. There's no, difference. that's yeah. definitely part of it. That's <laughs> definitely part of yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun though you know what i think's good about it though like now doing what we all do is like mm-hmm. it's like getting your reps in you know it's like you do Absolutely. i mean i, I mean i feel like there's so skills, many shows sometimes skill the the skill set stuff uh uh they're the what it is there's so much sort of like emphasis in ucb that is sort of like you explore and you find it and, da, 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 and then it's like oh it's good to have just like all right where does it go for it yeah. yeah, 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 totally. What's the idea? Yeah. Joke. Yeah, for Jump sure. On. There's definitely, it, it, and I tell people this a lot when we talk about long form or short form. I, in, in my mind, there are 80, 80 to 90% of it are the same thing. Yeah. I've seen long form mm-hmm. shows just do a short form game, but for 20 minutes. Yeah, totally. I, I think that with short form, there's a, there's a, the audience is considered a little, considered a little bit more like at halftime, we'd have these halftimes in comedy sports and Charlie, you can remember this where oh, yeah. you're like, all right, what does the audience need? What do we need to do? We need to do some more audience participation, uh, participation <laughs> yeah, yeah. games. We need to do this. And you'd have to, it's a little more presentational and you have to, and you, and you paid attention to them more because they were also far more involved in the show. Yeah. And so you were used to bringing those guests up and making them look good and whatever. And you don't have to do that in long form as much, uh, which I also greatly appreciate. Same. But it's definitely a, those are certain skills of like presentation and being able to play with the audience a little more. Let me see if I. Oh, Charlie, you gotta really like quick, really quick. Inhaling for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, really quick, from worst to best, I think bad long form is the worst. Worst. Yeah. There's no end. There's no fucking end. It's a black hole. Yeah. Bad short form is the next. Were uh, the little bit better than that, but not good. Really? Then good short form, and then good good long form is the peak. You know, always the wins. peak. Yeah. yeah, always, always. Yeah, it goes from like fusion jazz to <laughs> <laughs> to like a banjo duel <laughs> to like a pretty good rock band to yeah, yeah. you know, the Rolling Stones in their prime. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, let's see. So during all this time. Dave, where mm. where where was your hair? How much of it was hanging out? Uh, did, was Great it there? Question. Was it starting to go? What was... I had it. I had it in high school. Had a mullet at some point in high school. Oh hell yeah, for sure. And then in college, it was still there. And by the end of college, it was like it was going back on the sides, or like a widow's peak type of look. And yep. I remember like my sister cuts hair, and so does my mom. And I remember my sister cutting my hair, and I was like. It, it's still it's still good though right she's like oh yeah it's thick everywhere else it's just like fading you just got a little bit of a peak here like but everything else is good <laughs> she I was like, lied yeah, for your feelings yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right for sure she's like i've seen this a million times i know what's coming and it's yeah, not good yeah. uh but that was the case and then and then it just like all just kind of kept going back and i had a, I, I was at i had a day job 
in an office, office job, and there was a guy that worked there, uh, KJ, and he was younger than I was, and I was in my, at this point I'm in my mid-20s, and he's in his like early mid-20s, and he's going bald, he was going bald younger, and he like shaved it, and I was going back a little bit, but he's like, hey, you should shave yours too, like me, let's both, just let's, ha- let's both have shaved heads, <laughs> and we can only hang out together. Yeah, can- yeah, and I just remember going, <laughs> I just remember being like, what? I'm not. I'm not your place yet, buddy. <laughs> we and, can't uh, hang yet. <laughs> and this is yeah. We're not hanging yet. And also, like, there's some character stuff going on here. I can utilize for because yeah. I was already doing like some. I was already doing comedy sports at that point. So I was like, this is kind of character. I'm gonna keep this for now. Well, uh, do you? Are, do you think? Are you bald, receding? Like, uh, what bald? It all applies. It all applies. It all applies. <laughs> last week, I did a. I was on a. I was on a shoot last week, and. The lady, the lady who's doing my hair, uh, she's like, "Do you want me to, uh, you want me to fill it in back here a little bit for you?" Because <laughs> they can do like that spray on stuff yeah, or like yeah, the powder, yeah. or whatever they use. The dust. And the I was dust. Like, no, I'm like, do you, if you need to, go for it. I don't, I don't care. But if you don't need to, I don't care. Right. You don't if need it'll to do help that with lighting, my... cut down the lighting time, <laughs> yeah, the glare <laughs> stuff. But you're, you don't do it for my for my vanity's sake. It'll cut um, down last looks a little bit. If you like. yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. But not long before that, on a on a different thing, uh, I was like, she was she was like filling it in. I was like, do you have to do that? Or, or I said I said to her, she's she was filling it in without asking, which is mm-hmm. again fine. I don't care. But she's filling it in, and I said, hey, does anyone ever say? Does anyone ever turn that down? Does everyone say no? Thank you. She goes, never. Really? <laughs> they all want it. They I, all want to get filled that's in. That's not true. She <laughs> that's thinks what she's, she said. She <laughs> thinks she's like some kind of bald truth speaker. <laughs> when you're as like bald as this, though, there's like no like I've never been asked. You right. You're like I'm like bald as a motherfucker. Yeah. So like they're not. They don't even bother asking. There I'm was. Like, I did say one time. And I was like, she wanted me to do it, and I was like, oh, it's fine. I mean, it, it it is what it is. And she's like, okay. And then she was doing some stuff, and I saw her grab some and just couldn't help herself and she like put a little <laughs> bit in there not put it on. <laughs> i was like are you sneaking in some hair she's like it's just at the bottom just like, a it little just little. Want me. <laughs> uh, you want it trust me you want you it you do it you hate yourself let me help you out here this is what's happening all right yeah. I, I got a non-bald crazy left turn to make here really quick <laughs> it's really cool. soon in the interview for that like, <laughs> but okay yeah all right dave do you know Nick Pruer, the comedian, by any chance? No. He's hilarious. He's been on the show. Okay. He's, he's balding. We had him on. He's kind of like you. He's got like the receding hair. Tell him, yeah. and tell him what he's associated with. Maybe you know. Uh, he does Found Footage Festival, which is uh, he and his Familiar. partner, Joe Pickett, uh, collect VHS tapes from like garage sales and stuff and put a show together where they show clips of them. And they, they do kind of like stand up along with the clips. And it's a great show. Fun. Very fun. You guys are three of the funniest people I've ever known. What's going on in Wisconsin? What's in the water? Oh, that's too kind. Uh, a lot of beer. There's a lot of beer in the water. <laughs> but is it? But it, uh, from okay, as a southerner, like my mm-hmm. my encounters with Midwesterners, uh, were, you know, first it was sort of like, oh, Fargo. This is the the cliche of it and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then when I've when I haven't, you know, over the years met more and more, I'm like. There, there's an overlap of that kind of like, not false politeness, but you lead with a agreed upon 
politeness. Correct. Yes. You know, there is there is a neutral zone that you both will enter into no matter what the context. Mm-hmm. And then from that funny subtext seems to kind of come. You know what I mean? Whether mm-hmm. it is sort of like cuz I think Dave one of our questions is like how much of your how much of the way you look and then also where you you your sort of midwestern gentle nature mm-hmm. uh I think as part of your you know your characterization and your your brand kind of it's the same thing with like in in Canada it was the same vibe I was like god everyone yeah. is so sincerely kind and and gentle here and then so when anything that's off base from that comes out of people's mouth it's like holy shit that's so funny yeah thank you all for that charlie same can be said for you and minnesota i mean you're both also funny of course it, i mean it's us against the winter, right? So we yes, can't. Totally. We, we have to be nice to each inside. other. <laughs> yeah, we have. It's, it's us against. That's so true. The, That's true. the elements uh, is what it feels like. Uh, but I, I, other, other than that, I, that's. But I know there is this like agreed upon, and it's in my family. Like to each other, there, there's this agreed upon level that we do not go below in mm-hmm. terms of kindness or general niceties. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and some of it's, and a lot of it's real and a lot, and some of it's put on, uh, I think by people probably right. including me. Yeah. But I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I don't know exactly where, how that works. Yeah. The winter's got something to do with it. That's for sure. Oh, completely. That does make a lot of sense once you're, it's brutal. Yeah. It's otherwise brutal. it would just be like the murder capital of the, <laughs> the world in the middle of our country. <laughs> uh, I worked at a job where I had to call people throughout the country a lot. Speaking of just like Wisconsin, Canada, and very often, often it would be like, are you Canadian? <laughs> I would get that a lot. Yeah. Uh, a lot. And I was on, I've told this before, but I was on one shoot years ago and, uh, and the director's like, hey, can you turn down the Chicago a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I was like, I, I go, I'll try, but I, I don't think I can. <laughs> That's where we're from, basically. <laughs> can you turn down the Chicago? But Chicago is so different. Like it's so different. Yeah, it's so different. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. there's a gradation: Minnesota, Wisconsin, and then Illinois. I feel like yes, absolutely. Yeah, the thing that, like in Canada, it felt like it was like the mid. It was like two Midwestern people squished into each Canadian. Like it was double, <laughs> double that vibe <laughs> for each person. That's funny. I was just like, wow, this is insane. And then, and but then after a while, after being there, I was like, oh, this is so. I just joined in, like in the, uh-huh. best, you know, it just yeah. My, it's kind of nice. You know? It's very nice. Neither of you went through Chicago, right? No, no comedy just, wise. No, no, just, no. Okay, Minneapolis to New York, pilgrimages New York. there and stuff. Yeah. Now, Huskman, I got a question for you about this regional stuff we're talking about. Sure. I don't know if this is just you and your comedic abilities or if it's a mm-hmm. Southern thing, but I think there might be a sprinkling of Southerness in this. Yeah. It's like, you can be really mean and it seems funny and not mean. Right. <laughs> like, when we first met at Mosaic to start this podcast, okay, I'm going to tell this story to Dave so then we can get both yeah, of your perspectives right. on it. Um, I had created the show Weird City, and there was a big poster for it up in the lobby of Mosaic. Okay? Mm-hmm. They produced it. And yeah. me and Husky went, and we met, and we talked about making the podcast with the producer people. And then we came back, and my show had, at that point, had been canceled. <laughs> and they'd taken the poster down. Like, immediately. <laughs> the second it was canceled. And Husky goes, oh, they took your poster down. <laughs> like that. 
<laughs> it was so funny because it's like so mean, but the tone makes it feel not mean. You I just, I mean, about? I thought you were sort of like, I mean, I thought we were both in that place of agreement. We were like, oh shit, man. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. I, I, I didn't hurt my feelings. I just, thought oh, it was, okay. I just thought it was funny that it was, the it was delivered was, softly. What I was gonna say, like the weird thing about like Southern sort of gentility at this point to me, it can't be divorced from like you know just barbaric oppression <laughs> like well, I, don't, I don't know it's like it's very hard for that to come out like how nice of you it could because i mean for me i understand this this like the subtext of like yeah we just we're just gonna be real nice to each other and real polite <laughs> and you know your place and i know mine and everything's if we if we cross over that line it's gonna get bad <laughs> so you know I mean and so now it's sort of like i feel like I feel like Southern characters are almost like villainous. Yeah. Well, my wife, Camille, who you guys know, like she'll say she's from Tennessee. She'll say like the meanest shit to people. And it cracks me up to no end. I think being mean is funny for some reason, but like, um, like probably from being from the Midwest, (laughs) it entertains me when people say mean shit. But, uh, and, and then like, she'll say like really mean shit. And then like, Later on, when I see the person she said mean shit to, they'll be like, oh, she's the nicest person. It does. It does kind of. <laughs> it does dr- uh, dress it up nicely. <laughs> yeah, you know that's I mean? right. A nice Southern yeah. dressing. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. That accent. It's, everything is slowed down just a touch. Just a touch. It yeah. feels softer. It's great. Yeah. Charlie, you are you are super nice and you're always so nice to me. Oh, I but you're welcome. It's a very you complimentary do, episode. Okay, uh, you, it really is. But very Midwestern. Uh, you, I, I know, I, I, I know that you. I feel like I know that you do like rele, uh, revel in when things get a little mean. Like you can get up with that and like enjoy it. <laughs> I do. And I, I feel don't like know I feel like you going to New York was the place you needed to be to like like Charlie to New York feels like the right move for your personality. To toughen and me what up you a like. little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I totally agree. I mean. Dude, me and Colton were roommates in New York, and it was, like, <laughs> savage. <laughs> like, we were in, like, a roach-infested shithole in Queens, <laughs> stealing rewind money from the video store we worked at to buy pizza. I mean, yeah, that shit toughened me up for sure. <laughs> rewind money. I love that. That is, I mean, but, yeah, I, I definitely was attracted to the to the permission for meanness yeah, kind of I, I enjoy my, my girl my girlfriend said a funny thing yesterday i, I like i said something completely dis- like we were kind of one-upping each other and saying something disgusting and i i guess i won and she's like all right I, that's it i forgot you did comedy in the 90s i cannot even i can't even go to the places that you have gone in the past <laughs> you've gone deep <laughs> yeah but now i'm like wait i didn't do comedy in the 90s this is in the 2000s oh god and i felt old <laughs> <laughs> but dude, holy shit, like New York UCB in like 01 when I got there. That was yeah. some down and dirty motherfucking shit. Like Yeah. There was no, I mean, it was fucking crazy. Yeah, it was very yeah, it was very Was it shock like was it shocking to uh, the example I'll give is cuz I didn't experience it. I uh, the closest I got was when uh, uh, what's the show that used to be on? It was New York. They brought to LA. A, a Pally was in it. Your fucked up family. All right. Oh remember yeah, yeah, I remember that. They they came to LA at whatever they all kind of most of them got here. Then they did shows for a while at UCB uh, on Franklin, 
That's like and Jackie wouldn't... and Gamberling and Pally. Exactly, yeah, Jackie yeah, yeah, and Brett Pally. Yes, and exactly. The four and most Gelman. fucked up people. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they, I watched like a couple of their shows early on, and uh, I, I was definitely like, definitely Midwest, and also mixed with LA of like. Oh my you guys don't have to be this mean. <laughs> you don't have to be this mean to the audience. This is unnecessary and it's not fun. Yeah. Uh, and, and but like what? So that was my like intro to that. But like it must have been that even more so when you two were in UCB in the earlier two thousands. Yeah, I right? think I. It reminds me. I mean, that was sort of like Besser's little model of like it's it's it, it's a DIY thing. So it comes from punk culture you know yeah and yeah. so it had this kind of like if you're not gonna like we're gonna do shows basically that are gonna have like a mosh pit and it's gonna get really insane you know what i mean like that kind of vibe yeah and yeah. if you're not into that this is not the place for you but along with that same thing of like if you're part of a punk scene it's a very safe agreed upon theater that you are participating in you know what i mean yeah so i think yeah. it's like for well, us we forgot well, I don't know if we forgot about the audience. I think we got off on kind of like like having the audience get. Oh, I love alienating know. the audience. I can't help it. <laughs> get like freaked out and stuff. <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> um, but now, I mean, yeah, I'm the same. You know, the older I get, I'm like, yeah, I don't think you got to do that so much. <laughs> oh, I love doing it. I have to restrain myself. Yeah, <laughs> I I think I I still. I love doing it, and then the sort of like uh, lag time afterwards. I'm like, oh shit, did I was that too much? It's shorter. <laughs> oh <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Self correct a little bit. Oh. And I think that that probably comes from like being a parent and also a parent oh, of a 14 yeah. year old, where I'm like, eh, no, <laughs> no, just, yeah. <laughs> Be cool was for it, a second. was was being a, a young Brian and a young Charlie in New York City, acting, doing improv, writing. Was it, what was the acclimation process like? Did you fall into it right away? Were you like, this is my jam. I really love this. Or was it like, oh, yeah, yeah, I got to find my footing for a little while here. Maybe a little all of it. And you, Charlie, you were, you knew before you got there that that was what you were going to Yeah. In high school, yeah. I did uh, touring theater and I made like, I could get out of school for it. We did don't do drugs plays for like high schools. We drove around on a bus. And I made something like 15 bucks a show or something. But I was like, oh, fuck, you can fucking make money doing this. <laughs> and so I never I never looked back from that moment. I was like, I just want to do yeah. comedy. So for me, gotcha. no. I mean, it was hard. I was like poor and shit. But like, nah, I just jumped in with both feet. You you went to New York because of comedy? Or did you go to school? I forget. Did you go to school there or something? You went to New York because you wanted to do? I didn't go to college. Uh, no, I went to New York to do, uh, to do comedy. So Colton and Nick were like, kind of my like non-biological older brothers especially colton and he yeah. had moved to new york and he was like dude you should just move out here um we're all three um two-week college dropouts so uh <laughs> just like if that's what they're doing you know that seems yeah. fun and i went and did that so that was it gotcha. so no i didn't really okay. struggle with it you know i think yeah. I, I did i completely mm -hmm. did because i i didn't go to i went to new york to do photography uh, I was going to photo school, and then I started doing working with photographers, doing my own stuff. And then I was roommates with Cordry, and he was like, "You should do this." And I had always wanted to do it, and so it was just this thing. Like I literally had wanted to do it since second grade, and I kept kind of like eh, eh, pushing it off and everything. Mm. So to finally take that that plunge was 
pretty terrifying. <laughs> but then, but then it was just like, yeah. But then it 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 felt great, and it's so like it felt great. And then I am also aware that I sort of incorporated a certain amount of feeling anxious or kind of like outside of like even to, to sometimes in work situations I'm like I shouldn't be here or this is this is above my pay grade and stuff which i think everyone does as you go you know there are levels of like you're given opportunities like all right do this you're like seriously with that person (laughs) but i think for a long time i had a thing where i built in part of like what being an actor was was to just feel terrified and 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 to feel like you didn't know what you're doing and just to get through it I've had those gigs where you're like, I'm just getting through the day. Yeah. But I think, but now I'm sort of like, oh, that's probably because I was going to, going to UCB was basically my, you know, education and acting. So I was doing that at the same time I was getting jobs that you should get after you've learned your skill set. You know, so it was kind of like a weird back and forth. Thing. Yeah. 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 But just the, but the, the creative high of it, like I, that, that was like a oh very rare time in my life of just like, oh yeah, I was fully into it. And I think about that, like hopefully my daughter will find something she's like is super into, but then I'm also like, oh, she'll probably disappear from me for like, you know, five <laughs> years. <That's laughs> this is what it did for my family. Kind <laughs> yeah, of totally. Right. Right. You know, well, the, speaking of that, like, so, uh, and I'll try to, uh, I'll tie this back into hair, but I do have a question here. Uh, so like <laughs> the hair stuff, we had no choice. It left us. It left we, us. We didn't we leave didn't it. Leave it leave left it. us, yeah, right? Yeah. No choice. <laughs> but at some point, you, Charlie, and you, Brian, mm-hmm. like left the comfy confines of Minnesota, Minneapolis comedy sports, and UCB New York to come to LA. Right. Were those hard? Were those hard decisions for you at the time? Like, or were you just ready to leave? Or was there like, but I. I have it good here. I like it oh, here. Or- so ready to leave. I was so. You were really. Oh, completely. I was. Why? Done. Like, you, what was? Because you're done the, the, with the theater. You're done with the city. You were done with. I was w- done with the city. The- I was done with sort of like the lack of, uh, you know, the the. It was it was feeling like horizontal opportunities were happening. Like I I was not gonna. There weren't many shows to get on. Oh yeah, that was true. Yeah. There. Yeah. I was just like I was. Yeah, I was just done auditioning for The Daily Show and not getting it. And then, and <laughs> How many motherfucking it. times did we audition for the motherfucking fuck you Daily Show? Fuck you. I hope you get fucking canceled. That, that, how many motherfucking times? I just talked to, go on The Problem with Jon Stewart and talk to him about it. <laughs> Every time I see that billboard, I always read it as The Problem with Jon Stewart. And I'm always like, is there an issue with this guy or uh, what's the deal? You got me, dude. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. think that's part of their little humor. I'm sure it is. Thing. I'm sure it's it is. Also like, eh. I remember Wyatt yeah. was sort of like, oh, Problem Areas was my show, and now your show is called The Problem with John Stewart. Interesting. <laughs> like he, was, he was pretty upset with it. But yeah, I was done. I was just like, uh, and we were trying to have a kid, and the city, it just seemed like such an expensive, exhausting place to try to have a kid, or mm-hmm. to, to have a kid. So at that point, yeah. Manzukas and I were writing scripts, like screenplays, and we had sold a couple of things. So, I, and gotcha. I had said, like, I'm not going to come out here until unless I have representation and something going on, because I just didn't want to. I couldn't go through another like, here I am, everyone, please. <laughs> um, 
And but there is still but there is still that. Like it took me for a while. Like once I got here, I was sort of like asking my my manager. I was like, so how how long? Like how long until? Because I'm auditioning and you know I'm doing the <laughs> when same do thing I like, get money? When does it start to happen and stuff? And he's like, well. If they don't know here, it takes about five years to get around. Five that. years? And I was like, what? And luckily it wasn't that, but it was like, it did sort of feel like, I did have that kind of like, well, come on, I'm a legend here already because I did a show with Seth where we dressed up like evangelical Oh, I remember Christians. that. that was yeah, and I was the lead singer of the Buggles. <laughs> it was good, though. I think coming out here was good. Ever heard of social media? We have, and no big deal, we are on it. Check us out on Instagram at BaldTalkPod or on Twitter at BaldTalkPodcast. Please make sure to like, rate, and review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We don't care where you get them, just get them. No judgment, wherever you get them, anywhere. 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 Whatever. No judgment. (laughs) As long as you listen, we don't give a fuck. Only on BaldTalk. I'll respond briefly, and then Dave, we wouldn't need to hear your uh, journey through comedy and into LA. I, I tried to try to weave your hair in there, and that's a pun. <laughs> I I'd gone bald, and it was time to leave New York. You know? <laughs> um, I didn't want to leave New York. I loved living in New York. Uh, I thought it was fantastic, but I had the same thing Brian had, where I was like, "You just, I don't know." I turned in my seventy-fifth SNL audition thing, <laughs> being like, "I guess I'll." be James Carvel because he's bald and I'll shoot myself in a room at the UCB studio. And I just realized like it ain't happening out here, you know, and Conan yeah. had left and the Conan was like my fucking gig forever. And, uh, I, so I sort of like, uh, didn't really want to move to LA, but, um, I did it for my career. And then very quickly, you, I, were you with Camille at that point? Or you? No, I met her. I, well, the thing I like to joke about is why you came out here. Is uh, within the first month of me living in LA, I got a pilot that went to series, uh, Death Valley, and I met my wife, my now wife Camille. So I was like, I love LA. This is great. (laughs) I don't know why everyone's complaining. It's fucking great. What what year was what year was Death Valley? Uh, twenty eleven. Twenty eleven. So I'm going through my divorce around twenty eleven. Oh, and I'm living with. Derek Mears. Oh, from Death Valley. Yeah, I love Derek. From Death Valley. And he would just be like, Charlie and Colton are so funny. They are such funny guys. And I I knew you guys because you had come here uh, recently. So I, I, and I'd seen you at UCB and I'd seen Colton a little bit and I'd heard about the legend of Colton a little bit, but I just wasn't that plugged in yet enough. But I just, you two, I I would remember him talking about Death Valley. Oh, that's nice. Um, Yeah. Yeah, because we were we were both going through a divorce at the same time, and he's like, "Come live with me in Santa Clarita." So I what? went and lived with Derek. Derek also, who did comedy sports in Bakersfield yeah, and yeah, also in L.A. Yeah, I've seen him. And so, sports. like, I lived with him for about a year. He's an angel. I love. We would just yeah. like we would just like commiserate over the over our, so, our sad. You, gotta, you guys got to write a show about that. <laughs> yeah, man, that would be fun. That would be fun. Look at that. Divorce dudes in two D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what, guys, uh, tell me how about long divorce. were you married for, Dave? Um, we were together for roughly seven years, or like overall um, dating and marriage, and then we were married for around four years, I believe. Yeah, if, if my memory serves. Oof. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, one of those things. But she's doing great. That's cool. 
And yeah, we still, talk. You're cool with her. We talk. Uh, we talked a month ago. Nice. We talk a couple times a year. Mm. Um, do you guys have a kid? She, we do not have a kid. She's got a kid now. Where she lives, she's married, has a child. She's doing wonderful. Um, and it's nice to be able to talk with her and and still and it's 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 as good as it can possibly be. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. throw. I'm gonna throw a new segment. I'm improvising a segment, Brian. I hope that's okay. It's totally. Gripes. I want each of you to tell me. <laughs> what are the three funniest parts of divorce? <laughs> I'll give you. Or one. don't you can ignore this bit. I'll want. give you. I'll give you one. I'll give you a thought that I had. I've told this to other people too. I'll give you a thought that I had, mm-hmm. and this isn't fun. Funny now. It's funny and maybe in retrospect, but I can remember being on the. Um, uh, I don't know what highway it's on. It's like as you're going into downtown, and there's like a million hot. You're on, there's like a yeah. It's like, like the one ten or something. Yeah, <laughs> like the one ten, something like that. And I think maybe I'm like driving by Staples or something like that, and yeah. I'm in like I'm in the throes of it, and I'm really wallowing. I'm really wallowing in uh in my self pity, and I just remember thinking I'm, as I'm driving, I'm like, well, maybe someday I'll get to. I'll get to be seventy percent happy, and that's—I think that's where it'll top out. I don't think I'll ever get to hundred yeah, percent ever, 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 ever. Seventy is what my best, my You're highest hope for. 70, that's funny. As as like tears are coming down as I'm on the highway driving alone down the yeah. highway, in like gridlock traffic. Uh, I think for me, like the f- funniest moments were like in the middle of like completely bawling my fucking mind oh, out God. crying so and just like crying so hard and then and then kind of being like having a moment of like God, i think i look, like seeing myself in the mirror or just having a moment of like i sound ridiculous i sound <laughs> i sound like i'm trying to be sad or something uh, <laughs> which i don't know how much of that am is am i like acting com- or not i know I the comedian sort of like you can't even be alone with yourself and be sincerely you, you can't you can't <laughs> you have to call it out <laughs> I, I can't i can't remember how many times i'm I, I I probably cried naked in the shower and was just like, "What are you doing? <laughs> That's what are you amazing! Doing? <laughs> yeah. Whoa, I don't think I've ever done that. <laughs> That's amazing. For me, you gotta like, try it. You gotta, gotta give it a try. The, the for me, there were there were helpless moments of of feeling so sort of like, sort of like what you're saying, Dave. Like I will only be seventy percent happy after oh all God. this is done. But no, but the funny for me is that thing of like, like. I was so in it that I just couldn't greet people. I couldn't engage people and not just pull them into like the sad <laughs> state. And I, I remember like, I want like a, the, I have to tell the audience the motion you just made was amazing. <laughs> you reached your hands <laughs> on the, into the camera and drug them into little. I was like some kind of demonic <laughs> sort of like pulling them into the. So dirt wait, you're saying you'd pull people into your sadness? But it, but like. Not people I knew. Like this is literally like oh. going to get a coffee and stuff, and just being like, just giving off a vibe of just like, oh my god, that's that guy's a sadness vampire, dude. Oh <laughs> just sort of feeling like, please help me. I'm just radiating sadness. Holy shit! A really quick. A Dave, you've done a wonderful Midwestern job of uh, turning this interview into you interviewing us, basically. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the most that's ever happened. <laughs> yeah, He's oh, going to do a I, I do have some more questions. I have more questions for you guys, just so you know. <laughs> and B, Huskman, 
You were talking yeah. about you and Manzukis writing movies together. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when I walked into a coffee shop in Brooklyn where you guys were? Oh, Gorilla Coffee. Yeah. Yeah, and you guys were yeah. writing. Yes. And I had broken up with a girl. This is as close as I got to divorce. A, I had a, li- a girlfriend I lived with when we broke up. And it was awful. So I can only imagine how fucking terrible divorce is. I don't think you yeah. were being divorced. But I remember you... I- <laughs> Did I say something mean? <laughs> that sounded right. No, I remember you were like, Manzukas was like distracted doing something. And I was like, how you doing? And you're like, I'm going through a really rough time. I said that? Yeah. Something oh, like shit. That. And oh, uh, so I kind of know what you're talking about. Yeah. I'm like, I'm pretty like emotionally impenetrable. <laughs> but I remember leaving being like, God, I hope Brian Husky's okay. Well, oh. I didn't even qualify. I'm just going through a really hard time right now. I don't remember. You might have told me. I can't remember. But it was like kind of in the funny way you're talking about of like I'd had my coffee. I was like, hey, what's going on, man? Oh, God. I'm going I, that, that's something I used to do way too much anyway. I think I would just be like, someone's like, how are you? Well, let me tell you. I really yeah, it was like that. It was, it was really funny. Like, Sir, I'm just holding the door for you. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell one more funny weird one that also kind of ties into baldness. Uh, for whatever reason, I'm going through it at this time, and I'm, 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 I'm living with Derek, and I have to, he's got like a futon, which I was like, I can't sleep on this futon. <laughs> this is, uh, this is, like the time. This seals the deal. Even for, this yeah, is yeah. too low. Even this, I got it. But so I went, I got, I bought, <laughs> it gets sadder. Uh, sadder <laughs> than the futon. Uh, I went on Craigslist because also I'm like, financially, I'm unstable. I'm like, I got to get a cheap bed. Uh, so I went like on Craigslist. Uh, just buy a new bed, no matter what. Buy a new mattress. Yeah, totally. But I went. I, I found a. I found a, a, a bed, but it was a. It was just like a twin size bed, just for meant for one person. And I just was like, well, it's. A, well, I'm one person now. <laughs> no. All right, I'm one person now. So I go and buy. I go buy this bed downtown. It's. It was fine. It was like this kind of rich kid. But I'm buying this. I'm buying it from a kid who's like, I'm moving in with my girlfriend. Or whatever. You're I'm buying like, a used twin mattress. It just from, from someone. From someone downtown. I go get it. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Then I go. <laughs> See, this has to be a show. Yeah. Then I go to like IKEA or Target or somewhere to go get like sheets or whatever for it. So I got my twin size sheets and like a comforter. And uh, the checkout checkout girl who is I, I don't know I, I'm like 34 at this point. Let's say I'm roughly oh. 34, 35, wow. something like that. And the checkout girl sees what I'm buying. She's like, "Your daughter going off to college." <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> wow. She I'm aged like, you and she then, aged me a no kid. Yeah. Identified what you did not have in your life. Uh, uh, you and your you wife of, of 10 years must be so happy. Happy for oh, your daughter. Oh, yeah. Oh, going off to school. The greatest <laughs> blessings that you will be with your wife forever. <laughs> I just said, I just said, mm hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> kind of going back to the, like just that whole thing of like being in New York and, 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 doing stuff it's like it's amazing when you kind of look back and this is maybe more true for males than females but i don't know i feel like in your 20s and 30s you're still so stupid you're just oh my god oh jesus yeah unbelievably and unless someone just basically explains you as like life advice moving forward don't buy a used bed Um, (laughs) you i would have just done it yeah i know (laughs) i know it makes no i mean because the other thing is like in new york you're like oh my god look at all this free furniture i'm just i'm not even going to clean it i'm just going to take it in (laughs) oh i did that free all the time constantly so much so (laughs) Uh, and then you're like, then you hear about like bed bugs. What? 
how could that be? Huh? What are all these weird bites on my body? <laughs> oh, I've been sleeping on a couch I took off the curb. Oh, I'm part of, I'm generating this. <laughs> I'm part of this cycle. <laughs> That's part of being in New York. That's yeah. part of the experience of the Big Apple. Yeah. It's funny, like, when I think back, but just post-college, my girlfriend at one point just pointed, she, like, she had to explain to me, like, what was in the bathtub. And she's like, what is that? And I was like, I don't, I'm just a dirty bathtub. She's like, this is mold. This is, there's so much mold. This is just like a thick layer of mold everywhere. And it's, it's various colors. I was like, it's not that big a deal. She's like, it is a health hazard. Like she just, just didn't get through to me because I had roommates who just didn't do dishes, didn't, you know, it was just, you're just, just feral, disgusting, disgusting, roach infested. You'd come home, you'd turn the light on and you'd watch like 75 Uh roaches scatter. Uh -uh. I could not get to, Uh when bugs came into play, I was like, all right, I can, that I understand. But for whatever reason, I I had a block on mold. It's like, it's fine. It's just, I hate white. So I, (laughs) I used to deliver my rent in New York, in Brooklyn. To a tire store, to a guy named Champ, in a cash-filled envelope. Nice. <laughs> I'd be like, "Hey, is Champ here?" And it's like, every extra from The Sopranos turns around and is like, "Champ, your your tenants here." <laughs> I remember when I got when I got out to LA. It was like my first couple of years, and I got a flat tire. It was like late at night, and I had to get a tow truck. And he's like, "I was like, we could just take it to my." apartment and we'll f- figure out in the morning yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, I think I'm on my I think I'm on my own at this point and he's like no 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 I I got a guy I could do it tonight and it's like <laughs> we're talking midnight uh I'm like what and he's like yeah I got a guy so then he like I was like okay so it's just me and the guy in this tow truck and he takes me to this like I, I don't know maybe it's a great tire place it didn't look like a great tire place <laughs> and uh and it's like it's just one of the places it's just there's just tires everywhere yeah. mm-hmm. you know it's not like a Pep Boys or something, and I, I was just like, "Uh, no, you gotta, no, you gotta take me home. Let's just, let's just take." He's like, "No, come on, we're already here. Like, no, we gotta go home." But this has already started. You understand yeah, that, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Dave, you gotta this is happening. It. This is happening. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting your fucking tire fixed. <laughs> oh man, uh, that makes me. That makes me anxious yeah that's kid. Story makes me anxious too. Yeah. <laughs> which is like yeah. just the idea i was like oh fuck yeah they gotta go out in the <laughs> when world you get to those weird stuff. yeah <laughs> totally <laughs> yeah it's kind of amazing when you think of like how how many near misses we probably missed just like it's yeah, in new york like, glad it there's one time i walked i was watching walking new york and it was a bunch of scaffolding and I was like walking on the sidewalk and everyone else is going around it. And I was like, fuck that. I'm going to go faster if I go this way. And I walked completely into a heroin shooting gallery. Like Whoa. it was just immediate, like junkies, people splayed out, shooting up. Oh my God. And I was, and I, was uh, and I kind of, you know, I think you're like, oh, what the fuck? Why am I here? And then it's about halfway through it. I was like, well, I'm halfway through it. I have to get to the other side. <laughs> you're already uh, so deep. <laughs> but man, I completely felt like just like came out with like gonorrhea or something. All sorts of <laughs> airborne diseases and addictions. Oh Lord. Oh man, but uh, bald. 
baldness. But all none of those people were bald, and I had my baldness to protect me. That's well it. played. We Full go. circle. Thank you. Full <laughs> circle. Not shoehorned whatsoever. <laughs> Uh, Dave, have you ever? We're coming. We're getting near the the end of our journey, right. probably. But I mean, you sound like you're sort of like me and Charlie. It's like the idea of like getting stuff done. It was always like, yeah, maybe no. Like, were you? Have you ever considered it? I, I tried. I tried Rogaine for a a little bit, but for me, and this is years and years ago. How I how long's a little bit? Because everybody's. I tried it for a couple months. Yeah, and the problem I ran into. Is was, it, sorry to interrupt, but is it pills or was it like the hair, like you, massa- like the... You did both. You took okay. a pill and you did, you did that. I think it was like... Topical. It was, it was whatever the Walgreens version of Rogaine was. Oh, well, there's your first mistake. <laughs> Without a doubt. And uh, uh, I, I feel like, one, I was like, I don't want to keep, I got to do this my whole life. What are you kidding? Yeah. And then secondly, I feel like it was like, I was getting flakes, like, or like dandruff. I was like drying my scalp or something that I was oh. like, I'm, this is, oh, wow. what, what are we doing here? I know. Uh, so no, I I, I I mean I've definitely thought about it. Like I'm sure everyone has, but I'm not. I don't want to. It, it seems like too much of a hassle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to maintain I just, all that. Yeah, I mean the daily the daily of it. I'm just like oh, I don't know. I just don't know. If yeah, I could. and it's like a daily. You know, from other people we talk to who who have done it and stuff. It it it, it, it you have to keep doing it or it goes away. Starts to go away yeah, again. Yeah. And then right. it's kind of revisited uh, trauma, you know, just, yeah. you know, <laughs> trauma is very vogue right now. So just <laughs> trauma is very vogue right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I definitely want to, I definitely don't want to deal with it for any, for any length of time. I still, you know, I, I, I think we, was Todd Berry was on and we were talking about it and I've got like, I've got a little lopsided balding advancement going on um uh, <laughs> then i'm still like ah shit one of the things i've always liked is like it's been pretty symmetrical you know right right and i used to scrutinize uh, uh shear's hairline a lot because he was sort of like in my camp a little bit yeah, but a little yeah. bit, a little, but ahead and i was like okay interesting. Uh, he's and, got the thinner or the shorter yeah, and, or i don't know what you call and it. there was a point where i was like oh man one side like it's starting to kind of go more than the other you know uh. and i'd I think I do myself I was like, well, I hope that never happens to me. Um, <laughs> but it's so weird. You that, judged and then God gave you the. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I ju- yeah. yeah, maybe I judge or it's just I was sort of like, uh, yeah, I was scapegoating. Skate- or you jinxed it or something. I don't know. But it's also like, it's it's funny to me that I still have like occasional like, well, I mean, I'll just do a little bit here. I'll do a little bit. But it does sort of, I mean, I will cop to like the more sort of, Universal has become, you know, like hymns and all this stuff. I'm like, well, everybody's kind of doing it. But then I go back to, yeah. like, I just don't want to do the maintenance. I don't want to do the yeah, chemicals it's in my too body far, and stuff. It's too far. Uh, for me, it's too far advanced where I'm like, I'm not going to not. At this point, I'm not going to do anything. Maybe if it was like if I was 22, yeah, I'd be like, all right, let's start this now. But yeah, at this right. point, what am I what Who am I kidding? Yeah. I got yeah. a couple of friends who I can't say who they are because can't I don't think. Them. I also can't help them, but I don't think they'd want me to say who they were. Uh, that do have done Rogaine for like twenty years, yeah. And they're and they're like what you guys are talking about. They're like the maintenance is insane, yeah. Like at this point, they can't really turn back because they've Rogaine it up for so long, right? It'll be such a striking loss, yeah, once they yeah, stop. Exactly, exactly. Where, it, because it does it just sort of it doesn't have. 
like the the loss progression is not sort of in keeping with the um the the natural loss progression right it would just be correct kind of like ah! it's like yeah. you got really scared and yeah and it all <laughs> flew off <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly <laughs> uh yeah that reminds me i read this article on uh kumail you know we were talking about him earlier and yeah. just his he you know him getting fit for that movie and like that it was really important for him like in the character and something he'd always want to do. But then he was sort of talking about like, like the, the prison of being hyper aware of how much he weighs every single day and having to, you know, that sounds the, horrible. The, 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 yeah. the eating sort of like the, just like fuck that shit militant sort of approach to it. And it makes sense to me to people who kind of get into that stuff, you know, bodybuilding or whatever for, for those reasons, for those like, those extreme strictures, but I'm not. I'm a, yeah. I'm a free spirit guy. I need to be able to like <laughs> slam a fucking pizza. <laughs> Just have yes, I, yes. I need that to be sane. I have. So <laughs> I appreciate few, I have, what they go through, but I. Uh, me too. Me I have too. so few things that I can eat that my body doesn't be like. No, this will be bad for you. That <laughs> I'm like, if I whittle that down even more, I'm just gonna. <laughs> gonna <lose somebody. laughs> um, I have. Unless you guys have something specific, I have a couple. I have a couple more questions for you guys. I love it. Go for it, please. Day two new podcast. You may have you may have already talked about these on previous podcasts that I that I don't remember. So, but and and also if you don't, or you're like I don't want to talk about that. You don't have to talk about any of this, obviously. Wow, you wrote it, uh, I want to bring up a, down. I see that you. No, I, I just took pictures of screenshots. Okay, <laughs> but I I want to bring up a few things. First one, Brian, please. Uh, and I'm going off your IMDb here. You were. Tell me a little bit about, I, I think I have two or three things here, but the first one is that relates to me is you were on cross balls. Yes. Cross now, balls. Cross balls. Yes. Cross balls. I zeroed in on because Chris Tallman was the Chris. host. Yeah. He was from Milwaukee as well, isn't he? He did, he did Madison comedy Madison. sports and, and I, I knew him. I'm like, this is a guy who did comedy sports and he's from Wisconsin and now he's on a TV show and I'm in Wisconsin at this point. So I'm like, that guy is, I'm He's in the I'm in the world of him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that was back in like 2004. Do you remember? Like, was that a fun? Were those fun episodes? I did. I I wrote on it. I guess you wrote, wrote on, on it. it. Yeah, and that was like that was Besser's show, Matt yep. Besser, um, yep. and Matt Besser. And who was, was that? Uh, he, he started the UCB, the Upright Citizen oh, Brigade. Really? We should always probably remind, like, educate some people because we do get a little inside baseball. Yeah, sure. Um, yep. But he, he, for someone who is terrifying to learn improv from, he was also, if he likes you, he's one of the most loyal people totally, in the world. Totally. And he, hooked, he hooked so many people up to bring him on the show and stuff. So, Absolutely. Um, yeah. oh, Buster's my bro, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm very I, grateful. For I him. did want to play. I wanted to play a role on there, and I didn't. So, gosh, <laughs> now you're now mad about it. Now I'm mad I'm about so sorry it. I brought it up. <laughs> well, then let me let me bring <laughs> up a role you did play. <laughs> All right, can you do you have any story about your episode? I'm going to give you the character name. Mm. You tell me if you can tell me what the show was. Oh God, the character name is Mo. Mo. Oh God, I I don't remember. The year is 2005. That's not going to help me either. I'm so bad at <laughs> The show is? <laughs> tell me what the show is. I'll tell you what the show is. <laughs> the show is As the World Turns. Oh, yes. Oh, you were on that? I was on Mo. That's right. I, I forgot the character. I was a chauffeur. 
uh, I was a driver Whoa. for someone. <laughs> and that was when I was in New that York still. My mom still. watched that. I know. That was the year before yeah. I, I came out here. They shot that in, I lived in Dipmas Park the last year I was in New York. Oh, and they no. shot it like two neighborhoods past that. Damn, this really? weird studio. Yeah, because Dipmas Park had all these really, um, not where I lived, of course, but the neighborhood just above it had these huge palatial, like they have like arboretums and port, wraparound porches. Um, and we're like, wow, that's nice houses. Dipmas Park? Yeah. And oh. so a lot of the studio people, like the kind of bigwigs, lived <laughs> in Dipmas Park and they would go and work at the studio that was like, you know, two train stops away. I had they, no in, idea in, about this. In the, the basement, in like in the sub basement of this place, they had an Olympic sized pool that they used to shoot. Um, whoever the, you know, the famous sort of, um, they do the synchronized swimming sort of big musical numbers and Buzz stuff. Buzzby Berkeley. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, I did that. And, and if you have, have either of you ever done any soap, soap work stuff, no. it is no. fascinating because you show up. You rehearse it in like a shitty room, then they put you in a shitty room to wait. Like it's not your your waiting room. It really looks like a little prison thing because they have like a <laughs> fold up. They have a fold cot and then a sink in the corner. A cot, a cot, like a folding like <laughs> army cot. And, it, and and it's just like this hallway that has these little tiny rooms. We rehearsed it a couple times. Then we went down. We shot it. I messed up my lines. He messed up his lines. We did it twice and moved on. Wow. And, we, and I was like, I messed up my lines. He's like, yeah, welcome to That's the okay. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> but, but the cool thing was like, I mean, that was the whole thing was pretty cool and just in a weird way. But like you go into their sets, to their studios, they just have so many sets, so many, it's so many like parts of sets that they'll combine into another set. You know, because anytime it's like, I'm going to go meet them down at the restaurant. They just have the restaurant set. It's like, it's an Italian one. They put like a pizza a red it. checkered like, yeah exactly yeah. one record, red checkered table in there um, uh, do you know if that do, do you know if that army cot is still available for a purchase <laughs> or, uh, you're looking for a new bed <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm looking for a new bed. Uh, Brian I got, well, I got one more for you and then I got a couple for Charlie cool Brian do you have any story behind and if it's okay if you don't mm. um, your 2002 entry a great one. Hmm. Treadstone research technician for the Born Identity. Not in that movie. What? No idea why it's on my. I've deleted it several times. <laughs> Whoa! Really? And, <laughs> yes. And it keeps. There's a. There are few credits on there. I was never interviewed for Southern Mansions, um, the, <laughs> which was like a ghost hunter show about Southern Mansions. <laughs> There's that That's so one. weird. I know. Isn't that so weird? I, I did another that? podcast and they put that on my thing and I was just like, all right, I'll just pretend like I did <laughs> Okay. So, all right. my, so my story is not me. <laughs> I love it. That's yeah. very bizarre. I know. I love it. I love it. Uh, all right, uh, Charlie, uh, we talked a little bit about Death Valley. You were officer. Do you remember your character's name? Joe Stubeck. Yes. Twelve if you didn't episodes. Remember your uh, a, a regular series name. I'm gonna show you, Charlie. Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna ask you about two other things, maybe three here, real quick. Um, first one. This is a 2012. Is there anything fun about Blake Shelton's not so family Christmas? Oh my God, dude! It was the time of my life. I'm not kidding you. I had so much fucking fun on that special. Really? Oh. Yes. Uh, I um. 
like country music, and I, I'm a Blake Shelton fan. Uh, Ian Roberts and Jay Martell, who were the showrunners of Key and Peele, got hired to be the showrunners of that special, and they hired me to be their writer. So the three, I think it was the three of us and Alex Rubens, who was also a Key and Peele writer. And um, like the, we had our first meeting with him. It was at, I can't remember, I'm blanking on the producer's name. His office was on like Melrose and something. And uh, what's his name? He was a really nice guy. I liked working with him. Can't remember. Bruce um, Bruce. Bruce Bruce. Right, and Bruce, we, Bruce. <laughs> we went in his office and Blake Shelton was there. And, you know, at this time, Blake Shelton was like a big fucking star. He still big. is, but, uh, you know, Absolutely. he was kind of like, he was still, now he's basically a personality. In yeah. that moment, then he was he a was, musician. Yeah. In that moment, he was both a personality and a country music star. And uh, he was just the nicest guy. He was like, hey, what's going on, man? And then, you know how, like, anytime you go to a producer, producer's office, they'll have, like, liquor bottles on the wall or, like, behind them on a shelf or something? Mm-hmm. And he was like, you mind if I grab a drink, man? Mm-hmm. And he just poured himself, like, a vodka and Sprite. <laughs> and we just pitched him ideas and, like, like the craziest shit in the world. He'd be like, all right, great, let's do that, man. <laughs> let's do every idea, you say. <laughs> oh, I love it. That's great. He was great. I I can't say enough nice things about it but uh anyway and so then also that show um was on prime time it was like 8 p.m on nbc at uh, like christmas eve or something like that and uh so actually more people have viewed that those sketches i wrote than like (laughs) almost anything else i've ever done in my life that's so funny and i know you didn't expect me to rant this much about blake shaw i love it (laughs) that is the thing that camille's family in tennessee finally like got what i did oh yeah because they didn't really watch like key and peel or anything they were like yeah so you wrote for blake shelton and i'd be like yeah and they'd be like what was he like and then i'd rant away like i just did Mm -hmm. um yeah so anyway yes i loved writing i love it (laughs) Ooh, that's a good one that's a good story i love that all right two more real these are quick ones or maybe man we'll find out i probably this one too long (laughs) because this one i uh might if it gets serious i'll understand uh, 2008, one minute, <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan Burger. Oh, yeah. What is um, that? I wrote that sketch. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't totally recall what happens in it, but I know I wrote it. <laughs> Who, who'd you write it for? Why is it its own credit? <sighs> Who was yeah, in it? What was credit. that guy's name? He was super funny. I can't remember his name, but it was back when, like, the internet was kind of new, and it was like... UCB was uh, that dude is, was hilarious. Yeah, he that played him like Shyamalan. I, I wish it's I could remember his name, but it's funny how I now uh, like looking at my my credit tallies. I'm like, oh, a bunch of like they they will do like internet videos and stuff as like a, <laughs> yeah, sure. as like a <laughs> I know it's kind of funny. I uh, I can't remember. I think he there is a twist to the burger. It was like, and the twist is there's onion straws on it, or something like that. <laughs> okay. I can't really remember what happened to it, but all right. Well, this might be this might be in a similar vein. This is 2012, <coughs> so you've gained a lot of experience in those four I years. You were going to say gained a lot of weight, <laughs> lost a lot of hair, maybe <laughs> trying to bring it back to the show. <laughs> uh, well, this this gentleman usually is usually is never bald. Um, a 2012 short called "The Dark Knight Smells." <laughs> was that with DC? Was that DC Pearson? 
I just took a picture of it, so I don't have it up. On, oh, I think I, I think that was I, DC. I think DC Pearson wrote wrote that, and I did something in it. I don't totally. Remember okay. Though. All right. That's funny. You guys have a heck. You guys have a heck of an uh, of an IMDb. <laughs> oh man. Uh, Dave, amazing turning of the episode to interview us. I know. Very well played. Very Midwestern. <laughs> this has been bald on bald on bald. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks, Dave. It was really lovely to to chat. Oh, thanks out. for having me. Yeah. Uh, truly, your podcast is super fun to listen to, oh, and so. it makes me laugh every time. Um, uh, that, the episode with uh, Dave Crumholtz was so fun to listen to. Um, I really enjoyed that one too. And also you guys have brought up on other podcasts, but the one you had that doctor on was, Oh Dr. yeah. I, I, I've referenced that when talking to other people, um, when they're talking about like hair stuff and I'll be like, well, actually yeah. what it is. Dr. And, Rome <laughs> says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was like cool and chill and it was like, he was cool and chill. Yeah. I love Dr. Rome. Yeah, um, yeah Dr. it was great. Dave, do you want to plug anything before we wrap it up? Uh, let's see here. Um, <clears throat> Uh, I'm watching Only Murderers in the Building, so if you guys want to check that out, uh, it's been pretty entertaining. Uh, I'm not in it or anything. <laughs> you but, plug uh, other people. <laughs> yeah, but check that show out. And um, uh, it, check out Cry Macho if you want to see Clint Eastwood hmm. be pr- pretty old. Pretty, pretty Is that old. a new yeah. movie of his? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. I didn't even He's, know about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good head of hair on that guy. That's right. He'll never be on the show. Never. Never. (laughs) Uh, But thanks for having me, guys. I really certainly appreciate it. Yes, thank you, Dave. It was wonderful. Do you like comic books? Do you like brothers? Do you like brothers talking about comic books? Then this is the podcast for you. Screw it. We're just going to talk about comics. Will Hines and Kevin Hines, performers from the Upright Citizen Brigade Theater and actual brothers, talk about actual comic books they love, like Spider-Man, The Fantastic Four, and many more. If you prefer your podcast to be about fictional people talking about fictional books, this isn't it. But otherwise... Screw it. We're just going to talk about comics from Campfire Media. Campfire.